0: welcome back into the southern showdown podcast it's week 11 for sec football and all of college football last week we had a pretty exciting week uh, a lot of good sec matchups and this week it's looking to be about the same uh some of them aren't as exciting but some of them are, are getting down to it old miss is on the hunt to maybe try to take down the top dog we'll see how I'm that goes
1: hoping so for any of our miracle hopes that and maybe making Atlanta and getting revenge on Alabama. But uh gotta get through Missouri first. It's gonna be a tough game this week, Tennessee versus Missouri. Yeah. It's the one I'm looking forward to. And then Old Miss Georgia obviously. Um I think Florida LSU might be might be a pretty decent game too. Um I don't know. It's, it's at the swamp. I mean not at the swamp, but it's, uh, in, in uh Baton Rouge at night, so it's gonna be tough for the Gators.
0: Yeah, it's always pretty tough. Uh, speaking of Florida we'll look back at the old arkansas florida game 39-36. arkansas pulls through right there at the end um man that was a good that was a good game uh i uh, sided with uh let's we'll see did i did i take
1: the, uh, uh we took that's our one loss from last week that I'm was pretty our sure. one loss, we took fl- that was your one loss i had two losses last week
0: seven and one last week boys if you faded me last week, then...
1: You got smashed.
0: You got done dirty. Uh, yeah, Florida was my one loss. I took them minus the six. So that was a sad start for me, but the rest of the way, just, just whooping tail. Yeah, that's that was, was kind of nice, finally. <laughs> it's
1: the first time since, I think, week two that I've been above 500. My overall record is 35 and 34.
0: I'm uh, 31 and 38. I'm... I'm lucky to even be sitting there. I think that might have been my first time even going positive for a week. So, 7-1 and one for the first time going positive ain't too bad, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a good football game, man. Arkansas pulls through right there at the end. Uh, it was back and forth the whole game. I really thought that Florida was going to kind of pull away at some point, but they never did. Uh, right at the end, dude, K.J., kind of what I spoke on before the year started. K.J., uh, you know how – something about some linebackers not wanting to hit him k j straight up ran over a linebacker right after like somewhat breaking another tackle uh just did him dirty, so pretty good football game there,
1: yeah, it's almost like k j Jefferson heard me because just last week I was talking about how disappointing his play has been all year, and he just turned it up for this game. It was a much needed win for that program for it's a big recruiting win, honestly, I mean they don't really have much to play for for the rest of the season. Um, being three and six and all, but I mean, it's a huge win as a program to just get some positive momentum going. And uh, talking about somebody running over somebody, just you see Jalen Milrow absolutely truck that safety in the LSU Alabama game. I mean, he he flattened him. It was nasty.
0: Yeah, I might have missed that part. That sucks.
1: Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I made. Mean, I watched most. Though. I rewinded and watched it like three or four times. It was it was pretty dirty. A good one. But uh, let's move into that Texas a and Ole Miss game. A&M losing a close one again. I think it's uh three of their four losses have been one possession games, a touchdown or less. I mean that's 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 heart wrenching as a as an A&M fan if you're an A&M fan and uh it's just tough.
0: Yeah, that is a tough one for A&M. Uh, El- Ole Miss continues to just go on this streak. You know all they've lost to this year is Alabama. It was a two 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 touchdown loss. To Alabama that's a tough one they couldn't really get the offense moving in that game but every other game man they've, they've really got that offense cranking and I, I think they've got their eyes set on Georgia I know this is a pretty tight game with Texas A&M to say uh, you think they possibly could be ready for Georgia and Georgia's a different defense we all know that that's a different animal uh, to try to attack but you know you never know man you never know
1: yeah, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, I think really one of the, the big parts of the game that kind of turned it towards Ole Miss' side is Max Johnson threw an interception in the end zone at one point. I mean, you just turning the ball over like that, especially when you have guaranteed points. I mean, this was a three-point game. Three points would have changed this game completely. You know, and the second half, especially the fourth quarter, Texas A&M kind of controlled the fourth quarter, so they had a chance there to win that game. and um turnovers and mistakes like that kind of held them back but uh, Jackson Dart and Quinchon Judkins and Trey Harris all three of their dynamic players just playing absolutely amazing again Quinchon Judkins has been on a tear I think he's had two or three straight 100 yard games on the ground and uh, hopefully they do it against them dogs because I mean I hate to be like this but I'm ready to see
0: them lose <laughs> yeah I mean I kind of am too I mean I, I kind of want us to be the ones to take them down yeah. if everybody takes them down but, but at the same time the only chance for us to Go play an SEC championship is for them to lose a game before we play them. Yeah, so
1: they gotta lose against Ole Miss, and we gotta beat them, and we gotta win out. So I mean, it's it's a long shot for like sure. Like you said,
0: Missouri's first. That's gonna be a tough one yeah. this week. Missouri sure did show a lot of fight last week.
1: Oh yeah, I think and you think both of their losses, Brady Cook threw two interceptions in both of their losses. Yeah. If if he plays a clean game, they win both of those games, I think so. And
0: before that first interception that you're talking about, he
1: He's, was he was the SEC uh, record, record holder for the most consecutive, consecutive passes. Games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was it consecutive games or consecutive games? Yeah, I think it passes. was pass attempts. Pass attempts, yeah. So yeah, I mean pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. But um big win for Ole miss. Hopefully they keep some positive momentum moving forward. Let's move into one that wasn't a very big game. Uh
0: scroll it up all the way to the like uh, keep going down. Yeah. There you go. All right. Sorry guys, we got some technical difficulties over here. <laughs> trying to do this thing ourselves. Sorry. Uh, right. Because of the computer right there.
1: Oh okay, I got you.
0: Jacksonville State. I told you they were gonna keep it close Dude, with them, man. I, I really felt it. I knew they were gonna do it. I, I have for a, feeling a second, they man, I thought the Jacksonville State was gonna pull this one off. It was kind of one I was just flipping back to this Saturday to take a look at, but uh. Man, every time I flip back over there, Jacksonville State would just tie it up, tie it up. I was like, come on now, pull the upset. Because I, I told you I thought the upset was possible in this one. Uh-huh. I really did. And I, it obviously was. I mean, it, it was till the fourth quarter, the South Carolina pulls away. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, after the game, Shane Beamer was talking about how they were celebrating this game. and uh, You know, we only get 12 games, we're going to celebrate this one. I was like... You know, I get. I guess I get it. You know, the dudes do work their butt offs every week. Spencer Rattler throws for freaking 400 yards. You know, I didn't really realize that. Whenever, like I said, it was a game I kind of was just switching back to, switching back to. Golly, throw for 400 yards and only win the game by 10. I don't really see how that happens, but uh, man, Jacksonville State keeping it close.
1: Heck, I had a feeling that they would, honestly, and I really just tried to go against you last week in this pick, see if I could get one up on you. You ended up getting one up on me, but uh, I needed it. For some reason, I thought I knew Jacksonville State could keep it close. I just thought that South Carolina would pull away eventually. And I mean, fourth quarter they did shut them out and win ten to nothing. But I mean, going into that fourth quarter they were tied. You know what I mean? Like it was a it was a very good game. Sad to see. If you're a South Carolina fan, you don't want to have a good game against Jacksonville State. Not nothing against them. I mean, they're they no, they're man, they're, a they're, pretty, good they're pretty pretty good team, but uh, compared to an SEC team, they shouldn't even compete really.
0: Yeah, I mean, not really. But at the same time, I've watched uh, I've watched a lot of the midweek games this year, so I've watched Jacksonville State a good few times. They really do have a lot of good athletes, a, a good quarterback. Um, you know, they, they got a pretty dang good. Good yeah. ball team. So they got that kid Carter, the receiver. He's he's pretty daggum good too. Like that's why I saw it staying close. You know, watching those midweek games, getting to see that team a couple times. Usually in the second half is when they shine. And uh, that third quarter, it looked like that's what they were going to do. And then South Carolina did what they had to do and shut them out in the second and the fourth quarter. That was pretty. Yeah, Xavier Leggett
1: had another big game. Mm-hmm. Two hundred seventeen receiving yards. He's, yeah, he kind of—he's been their man all year. I think if he played for uh, any other team, he'd—they'd probably be using him a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, they use him a lot there—that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: saying like—he's
0: got a pretty good dude throwing to him. If he had a little bit better of a line, there's no telling where South Carolina'd be right now.
1: That's what I'm saying. If if his quarterback had time to throw, if he was on somewhere with a good offensive line and the same yeah. caliber of quarterback, he'd he'd be putting up even more crazy numbers. Yeah. I think.
0: 217 is pretty crazy yeah
1: he's he's a stud for sure so go into the Yukon Tennessee game I really this another
0: it. one you went against me on no I didn't go against you on this one I yeah, picked it oh yeah I did you picked the Vols. I didn't pick the balls
1: oh dang so Wait, then you went so six my and stuff two. is wrong
0: I thought you thought Look you at ended us up. Over here. I
1: thought you ended up good picking the balls
0: no so dad gum boys I went six and two wow trip trip did my numbers for me I should have just not said anything
1: be honest, I thought you picked. Uh, I thought you picked Tennessee. I thought so you changed I'm, your mind mid pick.
0: Thirty and thirty nine. dead yeah. <laughs> oh that sucks. I thought
1: you changed your mind mid pick. I forgot that you picked UConn in this game. Uh, but there's really not much to say. Uh, the defense shined in this game. Three defensive touchdowns. Uh, pick six from Aaron Beasley and Jalen McCullough, and a strip six from Tyler Barron. That's a lot to say. Uh. Yeah, it was just pretty dominant. I mean, 650 yards of total offense. It's just like a a good team playing a not
0: not so good team. Yeah, I mean, really. I must say, if you're a Tennessee fan, it was pretty fun to watch. Uh, yeah, it was it's fun to get to watch. to watch. It was
1: <laughs> very fun to get to watch Nico get a taste of Nico. That kid's a stud. Yep. And um, you know, good I'm quarterback very, IQ. very, very excited for him. Me he, too. He's a he's a heck of an athlete. But uh, I mean, I don't really have much to say about that game. It was just kind of dominant. So. Yep. moving to Missouri, Georgia. This is a great game. I watched every single second of this game. It was it was great. Carson Beck showed up. Lad McConkey, Oscar Delp, uh they all showed up in the absence of uh Brock Bowers in this game. The defense showed up and showed out in Azir Stack House with the big boy interception. That was pretty fun to watch. Him rumbling down the sidelines. I thought he was gonna get in the end zone for a second.
0: That's really what put the nail in the coffin.
1: Yep, him and Javon Bullard's pick, I mean I think those were the two things that kind of pulled Georgia away in this game had a huge third quarter too so that also helps a lot
0: yeah Missouri really god they fought hard in this one they made a great game it was like the entire game I was looking at it uh, you know live bet I was like golly do I take these dudes to win right now Uh, it was pretty good pretty good odds to take them to win because they They really looked like they were going to do it, you know, 10 to 10 at half, and Georgia does what Georgia does, uh, just second half. They're – I don't know what goes on in that locker room besides really hype from from Kirby, I'm sure, but I don't know what what goes on coaching-wise, the adjustments that are made at Georgia to to do second half. It's almost like – you know I know you got an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, got your head coach, you got some assistants. It's like they have some assistants sitting there watching the all their job is to do is sit there and watch the first half and evaluate and tell them what what they need to change going forward in the second half because the adjustments that they make for the second half is it's just ridiculous, mm-hmm. and it's been this way for three years now mm-hmm. uh I mean, really, since Kirby Smart's been there, it's been this way. But it's honestly, how, how many games are they going to go into at half tied or at half down or at half in a dogfight and just pull away in the second half? It's like it's the same old story every time for them. Uh, kind of ready for that story to get a little bit rattled up. But yeah. Missouri almost did it, man. They they gave, they gave a good fight. Like you said, you know, Cook doesn't throw. The two picks, especially that one, uh, whenever they were on the way to to tie it up or or get the lead, uh, man. Yeah, Schrader sad had another good game. I hope game they have too. another sad week next week. Yeah, me
1: too. But uh, that running back, I think, is probably the key to the Tennessee winning. That Schrader just he looked like a beast. He ran all over Georgia. Yeah, and he's uh, he's been running all over people all year, and uh,
0: I'll be honest, he's we, a tough we, back. We said the same thing about Kentucky, and we completely shut shut their run game down. I expect us to do, you know, if the game plan is the same as Kentucky, though, I don't know. What's I don't gonna think happen if if it's a if that
1: defensive game plan, we'll lose.
0: Brady Cook can can really sling it on you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you're gonna have to step up in this one. Let's
1: move to that Auburn Vanderbilt game. Dang, Jarquez Hunter has another day. He wasn't in my top five this week, but, I mean, honorable mention for sure. Uh, had 183 yards on the ground. And, honestly, that, that Auburn run game has been what's gotten them to this little win streak they're on right now. I think they got, what, three wins in a row? Is that what it is?
0: Uh, yeah, I believe so. Really, I mean, this one was Auburn's defense. Auburn's defense just really kind of shut down Vanderbilt. I mean, they had 40-yard rusher, 43-yard receiver. And only 106 yards 160. I mean, they really shut them down defensively, and that's, that was kind of the story of this one. Uh, it's also Vanderbilt. Yeah, it is Vanderbilt. Auburn has looked pretty, pretty good, though. I, I don't know if this is true by any means, but I saw on Facebook today a little something about Auburn having controversy about possibly going to the ACC. Did you see anything about that?
1: I think that's probably a hoax. I don't think that's true. I don't think. I would hope so. I don't see any world where Auburn plays in the a- ACC. Yeah, They don't even make sense.
0: And there's a lot of lot of conference adjustments happening though. You never know.
1: Speaking of that, how do you think uh, Oklahoma and Texas are going to do in the SEC? I think. Uh,
0: I think they'll fare pretty well in the SEC. If you want me to be honest, I I think they'll be just fine. I mean, compared to the two teams we're talking about right now, I think they could handle both these teams. I mean, I think
1: they beat both these teams, but the way the Oklahoma's playing right now, yeah, I don't know the, the Oklahoma time, will yeah, fare very well.
0: Yeah, I don't know Oklahoma. I don't want to say that too soon. They're, they're on our schedule next year. I don't know. So I mean,
1: they're they're always going to be a tough, tough team. I mean, they usually have a, <coughs> a winning season at least, but uh, I don't know if they don't. I think they're losing Dylan Gabriel this year. I think they're losing a lot, so, I mean,
0: uh, it's it's going to be tough it's for be them interesting. to... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see
1: for sure. To possibly
0: or, play an SEC caliber football team every single... Yeah. Well, not every single week, but, but almost eight, every single week. Eight games week. out of the year. Eight games out of the year. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, but, I mean, Texas took off one of the top tier SEC football teams this yeah. year. So, I mean, if they're either second best or we'll possibly see...
1: Atlanta know. if they are the best. I don't know. I think it's going to be fun to watch next year. I think it's going to be really exciting, especially with the 12 team playoff coming I think yeah, next, year's, next year's going
0: to be next year's going to be really a, exciting. a good. Yeah, great I, I kind of right like here. the the conference changes, the 12 team playoff uh Yeah. I
1: think they're all good for the college football community especially yeah. like other the fans like we get more games out of it you know what i mean yeah it makes there's, for some excitement there's a though. lot more playoff games we don't just get two playoff games in a, in a championship you know yeah so i think it's it'll be very exciting but uh anyways
0: speaking of defense a
1: little tangent let's go into kentucky and mississippi state
0: golly speaking of defense kentucky's defense just shows up those coaches got on them for, for what happened the week before from them balls uh, Kentucky just rolls over Mississippi State twenty four to three. Man, Mississippi State. They're our dark horse and they're no longer ball eligible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they can still uh they can still win and get a bowl game. They just gotta win I don't two. think so. They gotta win two out of the next three games. They're four and five. They can still get a bowl game. Kentucky is now ball eligible though, after that win
0: got gotcha. you okay for some reason I thought that Mississippi State did not have four wins yeah no. well Kentucky's bowl eligible now Mississippi State could possibly be bowl eligible who are they playing this week A&M Mississippi State is not bowl eligible <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: Mississippi State yeah it's, that's t- tough but uh it's also hard that they got uh Will Rogers down still um Dad asked me about this game at halftime. He was like, should I pick Mississippi State? Because, I mean, it was a pretty good spread for them. And I said, I don't think Mississippi State will score another point. And they <laughs> didn't sure score another didn't. point. <laughs> so, But it was only three points scored in the entire second half between both teams. I was teams. about to say, so, I wonder what
0: spread was Mississippi State probably covered.
1: Um, but, uh, Mississippi
0: State's had those low scoring. They're probably one of the most boring teams to watch this absolutely, year in the ACC. And, and uh, their defense isn't absolutely terrible, so sometimes it makes for an absolutely boring game. Yeah,
1: it's like the Arkansas Mississippi State game. Yeah. was so, <laughs> so boring. Like, yeah. but uh,
0: it's nice to be a Tennessee fan. I like offense.
1: Heck, <laughs> 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 our defense is better than our offense this year, probably. Yeah, but
0: th- we still get we
1: still got some excitement. Oh uh, yeah, still got Squirrel White out there. They're fun plays defense there, to watch, you know. But uh, I think the difference Mississippi State is Mike Wright at quarterback. I mean, not just diss the dude or anything, but he just he makes a lot of mistakes. Like, I think in his very first pass attempt as a starting quarterback was the interception, too. Like, from the get-go, he just hadn't been very good for Mississippi State. And, uh, yeah,
0: what's up with our boy, Will Rogers?
1: I'm not sure. I don't know if he's even going to come back this year. I mean, hopefully we'll see him again on the field. I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's fun to watch, but uh, I don't know. But the last matchup of right here and the last matchup of Saturday night, LSU-Alabama. This was a great game as well until yeah, Jay Daniels went down. I mean, I th- this game could have gone either way until really could have. So, but uh, Jalen Milrow is the story in this game. Jalen Milrow had 155 yards on the ground and four touchdowns. If If I would have told you at the beginning of the week that uh, Alabama was going to score four rushing touchdowns. You'd think, man, Jace McClellan had a day against LSU, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. But no, all four of those touchdowns were Jalen Milrow. And uh, he also slung the ball pretty good, but he had 220 yards through the air. So, I mean, he didn't throw a passing touchdown, but he didn't have to. And uh, I, I heard a report that they said, Jalen, in the off season, why do you only practice passing? And he said, why would I practice running when it's God
0: given? <laughs> That's pretty good. It definitely (laughs) looked God-given this past Saturday. It was definitely one of the most exciting games I've watched all year. I love offense. I love seeing quarterbacks, dynamic quarterbacks, run all over the place, make a lot of throws, and that's what both these dudes did. Uh, I mean, both of them put on a Heisman performance for sure. Uh, Like you said, until Jaden went down, it was sad to see him go down because it was still a ball game for sure. It was uh, 28-28 when he went down. Yeah, the backup comes in just – he really couldn't get nothing going, you know. That's a really hard game to be thrown in as a backup. To ask him, hey, go in here and you're down. Try to upset Alabama at Alabama. Uh, just. Not really ever going to happen, but man, Jaden Daniels played his butt off. That, that's a pretty cool stat right there. Jaden Daniels passes for two hundred and nineteen. Jalen Milrow passes for two hundred and nineteen. And they both have over one hundred and fifty rushing fun- yards. It was funny they they sh- kept showing their stats, kept showing their stats. Their stats were like the same, the same, the same yeah. all game long. Even at the end, you know when Jaden goes down, you know their, their numbers still look pretty similar. Besides the fact, Jalen Milrow had more touchdowns. Yep, and uh, that that let them. This, uh, it this was a quarterback game for sure. This
1: game definitely did kind of feel like the Tennessee-Alabama game, like I said earlier. Yeah, because it was a it was a, a fight in the first half for sure. <clears throat> Back and, and forth. And I felt like LSU might have even had the upper hand in the first half, and then I'm pretty sure in the second half, 21 unanswered. Pretty pretty sure it was 21 unanswered by Alabama that got them to win this game. So yeah. Uh, I can't Alabama,
0: same thing as I was talking about with Georgia. Whenever Alabama's dominant, they do the exact same thing. They're a great second-half team, and that's what you have to be. You know, that's that's what it's all about. First half is to go out there, see what your opponent's doing. You know, you've studied the film all week, but go feel your team. Go see what they're doing against you. See the scheme that they have for you. Make those second-half adjustments. And the, the two best teams in the SEC, the two best teams in – some of, I know that, that Texas got that win over Alabama. I think whether anybody wants to say it, that's an Alabama fan or not, that's a growing football team. They've grown every single week. Alabama has, and uh, these these past weeks, them them beating Tennessee and you know beating uh, LSU, you know they really showed what they're about in that second half. And I don't I don't think you can take it away from them that they are one of the best teams in college football right now. Uh, we'll climb on into our our on, SEC. Well, sorry, uh, what? what you
1: sorry, I had an interruption over here. I should have <laughs> turned my ringer off. My phone started going off. But uh, anyways, like I said, great game with Alabama, LSU. Yeah. i gonna do my top five players from this oh, past go, week. Go ahead, go ahead. So, um, honor- honorable mention list this week: Carson Beck, Joe Milton, Nazir Stackhouse, the big boy pick. But I mean, uh, all three of them played great. Carson Beck showed up in a big time game. Stackhouse had a big time pick in that game and uh Joe Milton just look he's looked better each and every week, so I felt like he deserved to make the list. He had three total touchdowns and had one on the ground, two through there, so I just felt like he deserved that, that spot. And number five. I know it's UConn. I'm, i mean I said earlier it is Vanderbilt, but anytime you have three defensive touchdowns, that's just kinda wild, so I had to throw him in the five spot. The U T defense gets gets number five there. And then number four, Javon Bullard. He had six total tackles in this game against Missouri and he got the game ceiling interception on Brady Cook to put the nail in the coffin. That's just uh he stepped up when he needed to. And uh number three, Xavier Legit. Dude's been making plays all year. And uh like I said, I hate that he plays for a bottom feeder team. <laughs> but uh he had bottom feeder team. He had two hundred and seventeen yards receiving and he's had an absolute day. And then number two Quinshawn Judkins and Trey Harris has a duo on offense. Quinshaw Judkins another 100-plus rushing game. And Trey Harris had nine receptions, uh, over 200 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, just two big performances from them. And then number one, Jalen Milrow. This is his second time being number one on the list this year. Him and Jaden Daniels are, I think, the two two quarterbacks who have been on it the most this year uh, just because of their rushing ability. And uh, he just showed up, showed out against LSU, had four rushing touchdowns. And, I mean, you just can't really beat that. That was like some NCAA-type numbers. Uh, but it's uh, so the top five. Got UT defense, Javon Bullard, Xavier Leggett, Quinshawn, Judkins, and Trey Harris, and then Jalen Milrow, the number one.
0: Heck, yeah. I like it. I'll climb on into these SEC picks now. Uh,
1: Correction, Chris Christopher's 30 and 39, not 31
0: I, I'm, and 38. I'm 30 and 39. Sadly, it's gonna take me. I can't even get even this week if I wanted to. How many
1: games we got this week? Is it seven? Seven. Trying to say games this week.
0: Bama at Kentucky. Bama's a ten and a half point favorite. Too many points for old Kentucky. Bama gets the cover.
1: Yeah, I think. uh, I think. Jalen Milrose is getting better and better each week, to be honest. So I think uh, Alabama wins this game pretty handily, and they cover ten and a half points spread. I mean, so I, Kentucky just hadn't really shown it there. They can compete with teams like that. They had a pretty close game with us, but uh, I don't know. I just think, I just think Bama is different. Is a different beast.
0: Yep, like I've said, they've they've progressed. Uh, next we got is Vandy at South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina comes off a dogfight with Jack State. I really don't know if if Vandy is any better than Jack State. In fact, Jack State could be better than Vandy. Uh, I think they're quite similar caliber teams. So I am going to take Vandy here plus the points. Um, I know it's at South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina, both these teams have not had the year. I'm sure that they wanted to have, although we know that Vandy is a very much trying to build team, but I gotta take Vandy plus the points here to just keep it closer. This is where we differ touchdowns. a little bit.
1: Uh, I was tempted to take Vandy, but uh, I think I've only won one time when I took Vandy, so I don't know. If I, I just I'll can't. At all. I just can't trust Vandy, so uh, I got Spencer Rattler throwing all over there, secondary, and uh, beating them by two touchdowns. I think if this had a hook, I'd probably pick Vanderbilt, but being it's just fourteen, I'm gonna take South Carolina.
0: Not a bad pick. Uh, next we got is Tennessee at Missouri. Uh, this is going to be a really tough tough game for Tennessee, very much so. I mean, Missouri has looked great all year long. They look great against LSU, which is a top-tier team this year. Uh, they looked good last week, obviously, against the number one team in the nation. I, I don't know on that list. It says they're number two. Whoever whoever does those, those polls is retarded. so tennessee minus the one is what i gotta do here i mean i gotta support my balls gotta back them in this position and i absolutely do believe that they have a lot to fight for and you know missouri kind of hanging their head a little bit after after the loss to to georgia and hopefully tennessee not looking ahead by any means ahead to georgia like, he, like you said
1: with Alabama as a team that's growing i see I see Tennessee especially this offense developing each and every week and uh I do have a defensive player in the secondary it's out for the rest of the season one of our our top guys and uh that's gonna be kind of tough but uh I think I'm taking Tennessee minus the one point. The spread was plus a point for Tennessee earlier this week, so I mean that's kinda making me nervous that that much money's going on in Tennessee for uh to completely change it, all the way to where Tennessee's favored, but uh, it's gonna be a tough game for the Vols. Don't really do very great on the road the past couple of years, but uh, I think this is one thing pulled out, and I think they uh, they're hungry right now, so I think this is a. Uh,
0: it's gonna be a real tough. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Vols though. Taking the Vols also. Next we got Auburn at Arkansas. Auburn, Auburn is minus the three. I'm taking a lot of away teams this week that uh that can worry you a little bit, but taking Auburn minus the three here against an Arkansas team who has continued to struggle and an Auburn team who's on a little bit of a streak.
1: Arkansas's favored three in this game. It's Auburn plus three. Oh, that's what I
0: meant. Auburn plus the three. I don't know why I said that. But Auburn plus the three here.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. Um, unless K J Jefferson just comes out and shows plays like he did this past week against Florida then uh, I I see Auburn win this game so um, it's pretty easy pick for me here I I got Auburn Uh, Uh,
0: next we got one I think we might have differed on a little bit Ole Miss at Georgia Ole Miss is uh, plus eleven here Georgia minus eleven it's at Georgia it's going to be a seven o'clock game going to be prime time I feel like uh, the Tennessee Missouri game and the Ole Miss Georgia games are going to be the one to watch I'm going to take Ole Miss here to keep a little closer than 11. Uh, Georgia's been known to let a few teams hang around this year uh, and stay within that 11-point range. Um, they did it last week. They did it with Auburn. I kind of see it being the same way with Ole Miss. I'm going to take Ole Miss plus the 11 here.
1: We also disagree a little bit on this one. Um, Ole Miss is a great football team. and It's gonna. a pretty tough pick for me, to be honest. But uh, everyone's doubted Georgia all year. They doubted them all year last year because they let – Missouri hang around, they let Auburn hang around this year. I mean when when the time comes, when it's time to show up, they always do. And uh I just when the time comes for Lane Kiffin he doesn't always show up. That's so true. um I got Ole Miss probably keeping it close in the second half. Georgia kinda of taking control, maybe scoring late to make it to cover this game uh spread. Maybe it's a better it's a better game than the score shows, but uh I got Georgia minus the eleven.
0: I can see that, for sure.
1: I hope that Ole Miss wins this game outright, though. I'm, I'm really, really, really hoping they win this game. But honestly, I just don't see it happen. And the disrespect for Georgia getting knocked off of the one spot, I mean, that just makes them even hungrier for one. And two, how in the world does anybody take the one spot from Georgia? I mean, yeah. especially Ohio State. They were losing at halftime to Rutgers. Like, let Georgia play Rutgers and we'll see how ugly it gets.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't get it. But, uh, Ohio State gets – they suck little weenies. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they're not a bad football team by any means, but I just don't think they're on the same caliber as they even were last year, yeah. to be honest with you.
1: Because they don't got C.J. Stroud. Yeah. I don't think their quarterbacks, half the quarterback C.J. Stroud is. I mean, he just threw five touchdowns and broke the rookie
0: passing record in the NFL. I mean, that's a huge loss. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got is uh Florida at LSU at night in Baton Rouge. Going to be a tough spot for Florida. Jaden Daniels in concussion protocol. He's got to go through that to be able to play in this game. I have LSU minus the 13 and a half here if Jaden plays. Now if Jaden don't play, this line's going to move. And so that's going to be tough for us. But I'll just go ahead and say if Jaden Daniels does not play I mean, the line's gonna move, so it's weird to say, but I mean, I would take Florida plus, I guess, the 13 and a half.
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. That I'm taking Florida because I'm assuming Jaden Daniels won't play. So I mean, we're kind of. What about if Jaden does play? If if Jaden does play, I'd take I would take LSU. All right, so we're in
0: the same half. boat here. If Jaden plays, we'll both get to cover if if they cover the 13 and yeah. a half. If he does not play. Uh, let's see, how far, how far would you take Florida? How far? Plus. Was? Um, probably 10. Plus 10? Yeah. If it went below 10, you'd still take LSU? Yeah. All right, we'll call it 10, if that's the magic number. Alright. Alright. If, uh, so, so you would take Florida plus the 10?
1: If they, Yes. If Jaden Daniels Daniels doesn't play, I'd take Florida plus 10.
0: Plus 10. But if it was under 10.
1: And Jaden Daniels does play, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and no, he doesn't play. If it was under 10, I'd take LSU.
0: All right, we'll just keep it at thirteen. <laughs> we'll keep it easy. We'll keep, keep it easy. Try not to complicate it too much. We well, won't complicate this too much. We're catching. So we're on the same. We're on the same side there. What are we, what all have we differed on here so far? We differed on uh, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Bandy, South Carolina. And yeah. we don't differ much. But Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Gotta take Mississippi State plus eighteen and a half here. I mean, I feel like that's just too many points, even though this is a struggling Mississippi State team. uh, I guess they still do have a little bit to play for, knowing that they can become ball eligible. I don't see them beating A&M by any means, but you never know. Um, So, I'll take Mississippi State plus 18.5. Just definitely too many points for me.
1: I'm also taking Mississippi State plus 18.5. I just feel like Texas A&M's been in a dogfight almost every single game they've played in this year, so... I don't really see that changing very much. Um, we have taken a lot of road teams, which is kind of, yeah. kind of nerve wracking a taken, little bit. I've
0: taken many more than you, but um, I have one home team, and that is LSU. If Jaden Daniels plays, <laughs> Jaden Daniels doesn't play. I have every road team, and that just doesn't feel right. Something
1: about that doesn't feel right for me because I have everyone but two because I picked. I mean, I'll uh, go
0: ahead and tell you, Arkansas, Missouri, and South Carolina are the three that I would probably lose if I lose them this week. So if we look back the last week and I've lost three in those are it, then I should have listened to my gut.
1: Let's look at Mississippi State's next three games. Since we had a little thing about if they become bowl eligible, let's look at their next three games and see if oh, we yeah. think they can become bowl eligible. They need they need two more. They need two wins, and I do not see it happening because they got A and M uh, and Ole
0: Miss at the end of the season. So they lose A and M. They beat Southern Miss. And then uh, they lose, lose little, to all I mean, all Miss. So. They put them at 5-7. Mississippi State does not go to a bowl this year.
1: Yeah, I don't think they do, unless something crazy happens. I don't see Mississippi State making it to a bowl. So uh, our dark horse has officially been deemed uh, uh, not bowl eligible from us, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least. No longer bowl eligible. So that's uh, that's tough. Uh, maybe we'll have a better As I sit horse.
0: here and look at Tennessee's thing, I realize how much, you know, not just as a fan, but how much I really need them to win this week. I took them before the season to win over nine wins. So they have to win out. No, they don't have to win out. They can lose to Georgia.
1: Oh, yeah, because if it's an over
0: nine, it'll, it's exactly not. It'll, it'll be meet a nine and it'll push. But winning out would be nice. Winning out <laughs> would be very nice. As a fan and as the pick. Yeah, I would love for that to happen.
1: Let's, uh what about your uh, all of college football picks? What you got up for those?
0: We got uh twenty three and fourteen on the year. Uh, I think this is the this past week I went two and two. This pretty sure that's the third week in a row that I have pushed and just went even, which means if you're taking it then you are losing a little bit of money. Um, but you know, we're still twenty three and fourteen on the year. We're still at a a nice positive rate. That's a that's a very good rate to be at right there. Uh you know plus nine on the wins there on the units however you want to look at it this week i got a bunch of picks i got a bunch of picks for you guys after i think having four picks for the past three weeks i gotta change something up so i figured changing up would be taking more picks uh... i got alabama minus the ten you buy the hook down on this one alabama minus the ten at kentucky uh, like I said earlier, I just think this is too many points for a Kentucky team uh, playing the one of the strongest teams in the country right now and one of the best second-half teams. I plan for this to be covered in that second half. This could be tied at half. I see Alabama winning at half, to be honest, by seven to three points, maybe four, um, and then just kind of handling business in that second half like they've done against some really good football teams. Mm. Uh, next I have is Michigan. I know it's at Penn State. I know it's a big noon game. Uh, all the eyes are going to be on this one. I just feel like Michigan is a is a better team than Penn State this year. Uh, and they're five points better than them, in my opinion. So I got Michigan minus the five. Uh, next I have is Kansas versus Texas Tech. Kansas is minus four. Kansas has looked good in a lot of games. They kind of get wishy-washy at times, but... Uh, Kansas has looked really good this year, so I'm taking a minus the four against this Texas Tech team. Oklahoma State, a team that has looked pretty good, beat Oklahoma last week against UCF. UCF has been very wishy washy, Uh, so you never know with uh, what's his dang name? Auburn's used to be coach. Uh, Malzahn. Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. Old Gus, you know, he he does good with that team, but they have been wishy-washy this year. Sometimes the quarterback overperforms and sometimes he underperforms. So uh, I got to take Oklahoma Oklahoma State in this spot only minus the two points against a a team they should be, you know, at least a touchdown better than next is Washington minus the seven Uh, you do have to buy this down it's at minus nine so the odds aren't that great but I I feel like Washington should definitely take care of business against Utah Uh, you know Washington's in that Pac-12 fight Um, they just came off of uh, I believe it was a 10-point win over USC. Uh, USC handled business uh, with Utah so you know I like Washington minus the seven here Uh, maybe sprinkle a little money on the over Next is uh, Stanford, plus 21 and a half versus Oregon State. Stanford's been known to hang around in some games. You know, they had that second half comeback against uh, Colorado and Oregon State. Pretty good football team. I expect them to beat Stanford for sure. Uh, But you never know with Stanford. They could come back and win this thing. Uh, So Stanford plus the 21 and a half, Oregon State probably beats them by two touchdowns. Last but not least, I have Michigan State plus the 32 against Ohio State. Ohio State has let a lot of teams hang around with them, especially in the first half. Uh, And that might have been better if I did this one in the first half now that I think about it on whatever the spread is there. It's probably like 17 or something. But Michigan State plus the 32 against Ohio State, I think they just keep it close enough. I could see Ohio State pulling it out and getting a backdoor cover. Something like 35, but I think Michigan State can uh, can fight with them and keep it a little closer. So I like it. I like the picks. So what I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven picks. Seven this picks
1: week. this week. You can't go two and two if there's seven picks. Can't he, can't, he push. can't even break even. Can't push on this one. So it's either a win or a loss this week. Uh, um,
0: we're, we're, we're going winning this week. Uh, get that. Get that. Uh, nine points. Nine point, However, I want to say it. I'm up nine. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, get it a little up. Get a little
1: higher. Get, a, get little a little higher. A little cushion for the pushing.
0: Let's get a little more money. <laughs>
1: uh, exciting <laughs> week for all of college football once again. November is when it happens. November is when upsets happen. November is when teams bend or break. Uh, it's uh, very exciting. But All I got to say is balls by fitty.
0: <laughs> balls by fitty. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> See you guys. Till next week.